Welcome to Legends from the Hill, the Franciscan University Alumni Podcast. In celebration of our 75th Jubilee year, we are talking to alumni throughout our history about who they are, what they're doing now, and their candid experiences of life on campus. We're your hosts, Christy Fleming, Director of Alumni Relations, and Megan Cohen, Class of 2010. Join us as we hear how the Franciscan spirit lives on in the lives of our alumni on Legends from the Hill. Hey, Christy. Hello there. How are you doing today? Doing well. Good. Spring has finally sprung in Steubenville. Oh gosh, I hope so. I love it. I was just on a run today and the sky was blue. The birds were chirping. All the flower, all my bulbs are coming up. I was, I was a happy girl. Mm -hmm. So I also was like super excited the other day because I got a really special postcard in the mail. What was that? I did. I got one. It was for a 75th anniversary bash this summer. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about it? We have a very big bash. We've got our 75th Jubilee reunion coming Woo-hoo. up this summer. Yeah. So hopefully you all received that postcard. If we have your updated contact information, you received it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we hope that we can get lots and lots of alums to come this summer. It's a one day reunion day for everybody in our 75 history, our whole history, um, to come to campus. We have prayer, we have food trucks, we have different like reunion breakouts that people can get together with different groups from when you were on campus. Um, yeah, we're going to have adoration. We have concerts, live music. It's going to be a really fun day. Oh my gosh. I'm bringing, I'm bringing my kids. This is, this is going to be great because in the past, when you've got household reunions, or maybe you met your spouse later from a different graduating class or different era, no, you can bring everyone. Everybody. Bring everybody. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a blast. So yeah, we hope people can join us. Okay, so when is the big day? What's the date? It is Saturday, July 23rd. Okay. Um, and it's all day long. So come and hang out. I love that. I love that. Listen, if you don't want to stay at the Franciscan Inn, we have a great guest bedroom. You can come stay with, with Meg Cohen. <laughs> She's offering first come first serve. <laughs> first people. come first serve. Okay, so we actually have a really beautiful couple today that actually has had a lot of influence in reunions on campus. So it's a perfect, it's a perfect couple to interview today. This is true. They are so wonderful. They when we got them on the air, they said that they met their soulmate in Steubenville which is so sweet. So James and Carol Snyder came to the College of Steubenville in the late 60s and graduated in 1971. James received a degree in business administration and Carol in sociology. They've been married for 50 years after meeting up here on campus. They have served many different populations in their careers and personal lives, from disabled children and adults to our country with a career in the Army. After the service, James worked for Miller Beer, and after raising their children, Carol helped to run numerous healthcare facilities for adults with disabilities in California, where they reside today. They have been super involved in the university. Carol was a trustee member, and Jimmy was on the alumni board. And as we said, they were both really influential in starting the era reunions for the 60s and 70s graduates, which still continue today. And that has paved a way for all of the era reunions that still continue today, which is really awesome. Um, and finally, James received the Rose DeFiti Faithful Franciscan Award. 
And Carol has received the Father Keelan Award for helping professionals. So they truly do embody who we are as Steubenville alums. And we can't wait for you guys to hear more about the details of their life experiences. So we're super excited to have Jimmy and Carol here with us today. Um, They're hailing from California right now, but we just want to dive right in and hear how um, you guys came to Franciscan University, met there, and where you're both from. Well, I'm from Bergenfield, New Jersey, and uh, my story is simply that I had a brother and sister at Duquesne University. My parents sent me out my senior year of high school to look at the college because it was assumed I would go there. I hated it. It was too big for me. And one of my brother's friends said, hey, have you ever heard of the College of Steubenville in Steubenville, Ohio? No. But he got in the car. He brought me over. Brian Kavanaugh gave me a tour on a Sunday afternoon, and the rest is history. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So Father Kavanaugh gave you a tour. Yep. That's right. Wow. Then, you know, students, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, my Isn't that God. that cool? Wait, so he was a student when he gave you the tour? Exactly. A couple years older. Yeah. That's great. I love that. How about you, Jimmy? He was a fun guy. Father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you all heard stories about Father Brian. He was a wild one, but uh, quite a guy, quite a guy. And for you? Well, I'm, <clears throat> I'm from Rochester, Pennsylvania, just upriver. I, I grew up in a town just like Steubenville, um, Steel Mill Town. And uh, my coach went uh, played basketball and uh, went to Steubenville also. So it wasn't a big stretch for me. I just floated down river and uh, uh, joined the, I was one of the barons. I was, uh, went to school there on scholarship back when they had the, the big basketball teams. And uh, it was a great experience. When did you guys meet finally on campus? Well, you know, everybody kind of, everybody, he was dating one of my sorority sisters. <laughs> and and the, 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 the true story is my parents came out for a parents weekend and they were so thrilled to be on a college campus. They just took care of everybody, took all my sorority sisters out for a meal, stuff, whatever. But my mother met this guy because he was with my sorority sister. And she said to me, that's the guy. No. <laughs> yeah. So I said, okay, I'll do everything I can. Huh? Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. She, I, I, and I've always said if, if the times were different, she would have married him. If they were from the same generation, Aww. I'm quite sure. She loved us so That's much. A yeah. That is she a special. Oh, uh, so you yeah. had a you had a good relationship with your mother in law then, Jimmy, from the very beginning. Matter of fact, uh, in her later years, um, they lived with us. Mm-hmm. Well, they needed help to get along. Uh, as uh, Carol told you, her brother lives with us, still lives with us. He's 66 now. Uh, he's uh, developmentally disabled, needs a lot of help. And um, we asked my parents if they would give up their home, if they lived in their whole life and move out here because we wanted my brother to get adjusted before something happened to them and mm-hmm. god love them they, they gave up a lot came out and moved in with us so wow. uh, people in the area thought it was one of the facilities that i ran because we had ambulances <laughs> and wheelchairs and for, <laughs> for a long time so, wow. oh my gosh but it was a blessing to have them so all from we that thought the change was going to be uh, really difficult for warren 
it turned out it was more difficult for <laughs> the adjustment was harder for my parents than it was for my parents. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, that's incredible. Well, we definitely want to hear more about your life uh, more recently, but can you help to explain to our listeners kind of what life was like on campus when you guys were here? What were you involved in? And yeah, what was it like as a student? Yeah. Hmm. Well, Carol has um, probably more insight on the uh, school life than me because uh, I was playing basketball. So when school was over, it was out to, uh, uh, we practiced and played at the St. John's Arena up by the hospital. Yeah, yeah, it's which, still there. Uh, you, the school doesn't use it anymore, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was gone a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and from from dinner on. And uh, I was involved with the, the Barons, so it took up the majority of my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we had a we had a great schedule. I mean, we played Duquesne. We played some big universities, uh, uh, St. Joe's, but uh, it was uh, Division Two. But it we <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, by his yeah, by his junior year, he did uh, he did pledge, and he was in Alpha Cairo, so he was in fraternity life, and and I was at FIMU. Um, I was president my sophomore year, and um, that probably took up most of our life. I was on student council, and I mean, the world was small, and we all were on campus all the time. Very few people had cars or something. You just made your life there. So everything we did, intramurals, everything we did was really centered around the campus. So, And did you both live on campus? Oh, yeah. What dorm See, did Thomas you <laughs> Uh, my last three years, Trinity. Um, the first year, can't remember what's the one right across from the cafeteria. Marion. Marion, good for you. Yeah, Marion, my <laughs> freshman year, which was interesting because they were adding a floor when we started. So all the new freshmen come in and the and the rooms are done. So they put three of us in each room. Mm. Other small rooms, but uh, <laughs> that was kind of interesting. We had bunk beds, and that's the way we did it until the, for the first semester. It was fun. There was a lot of construction going on the whole time we were there. Um, matter of fact, uh, one of the summer jobs I had, I worked at on the chapel. The, oh my gosh! Uh, Grace Kate. Yes. Our uh, listeners can't. A little cement. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, Robert, uh, <clears throat> the architect and the uh, builder, was from my hometown, uh, and so. I got got a job there and worked. Uh, that was a, that was a real interesting build uh, because of its shape. There's no ninety degrees in it. It's all like a cocoon shape. You probably you know being there, uh, you could only pour uh, like three foot of concrete at a time, and wow. it was all preformed, and it was it was interesting work. The and the the stones in that building. Uh, if next time you go to the chapel, uh, it's not crushed. Uh, rock and concrete you know you notice it's all river stone it was all dug out of beaver creek believe it or not and um it's that's why it's real kind of real smooth but we had special trials and stuff to make it that texture on that on the outside inside no way it's such an it's such an icon (laughs) people can't see what you're wearing jimmy but he's wearing the the classic franciscan university of steubenville shirt with the chapel 
and you literally built it. I mean, you literally <laughs> built the icon that a lot of people yes. associate with Steubenville these days and, and for really for decades when they see that symbol, there's no other ch yes. chapel like it in the world. So, wow. And did you get the job yes. because they were from your hometown? Robert Morris Jr. Yes. Okay. Um, and did you have previous training on it or they just gave you here? <laughs> Here's the yeah, trial. I was just a labor. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was just a labor. Back then, they didn't have the pumps and stuff to pour concrete like they do now. And it was like wheelbarrow and uh, big and strong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was a lot, it was a lot of manual labor. You know? They needed all those young college guys to help them, help them out up there. What was your kind of thoughts when you left the university? Did you feel like this is a place that I'm going to be connected to forever? Or did it, you know, did you have that affinity and love for it when you left? I think we always did. And part of it is because when you meet your soulmate there, mm. that connection is, is always there. But as typical young married people, we got very involved in our own lives and, and raising our children and always kind of knew what was going on there, but did not get involved, really come back and do anything until our kids were grown. And then we started being active as alone and I. Okay, cool. So it- um... Carol was on the, uh, the board, board of trustees. I was a trustee for several years and James was on the alumni board. And um, it's a great story how we all, it, it all came about, but a couple of, uh, Jimmy's fraternity brothers said, hey, let's let's get together in Pittsburgh. They rented a park out and, hey, let's get together. And I'm like, hey, if you're bringing all your fraternity brothers in, I'm going to start calling my sorority sisters. <laughs> so Jimmy makes a call to Tim Delaney, who we had never met, and said, hey, would you have a list of names and addresses of people that graduated late 60s, early 70s? And good old Tim. He said, I do, but you know, would you be interested in bringing it onto campus? <laughs> wise man that he was so we were like, yeah that, that sounds great so in 2006 we started in 2005 working with him but in the summer of 2006 we had our first our late 60s early 70s reunions and we've had two or three since then so it was great people that hadn't been back on that campus since the day they graduated came back and were in awe uh, as to what had grown and how it had grown and and we, we all felt like we had never left each other. We were so so mm. friendly and so happy to be with each other. It was, it was awesome. It was special. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And you guys, that experience was really influential in our alumni office starting the era type reunions. So you guys were right. really influential in helping us to have that identity of reunions. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's our pleasure. And it's good that you break it down into errors because everybody knows each other and, mm -hmm. and you have that common bonds that uh, that's what makes those reunions special. Right. Yeah. I mean, some of Yeah, my... I told Tim Lady he was the only one that wasn't from the late 60s, early 70s that we'd allow to come to. <laughs> <laughs> he can hang. Yeah. You gave him special clearance. <laughs> um, so... We kind of fast forwarded a little bit, but when you guys graduated, you had a degree in business administration, James, and you had a degree in sociology, Carol. Did you yes. use those right away or what did you do right after you graduated? Well, I think um, it turned out that we, through a friend, 
found out about uh, Cardinal McCluskey Home for Dependent Children that was in New York. And so I guess my degree was influential for us getting that job. And um, so we were asked to take nine dependent children, all with very sad stories. And we opened a group home uh, in Queens, New York, and uh, took care of them for, for a few years. So that was our first job. After that, our daughter was born, born and um, eventually we left. Uh, Jimmy joined us the service we're in the army and we're stationed for a while in germany which is awesome uh we did that and then we came back and i guess our real careers started again i was at a, a home at home mom uh lucky to be able to do that for several years but then when i got back in the workforce it was it was in the field that's awesome and you- i guess for me that my degree uh, was very useful but you know, like everybody else, you got to get in your job and learn, you know. And I guess what a good degree uh, prepares you for is that you have to work. Mm-hmm. You have to dig in, learn, read. And uh, I did all those things just, just like I did in college, right? Yeah. And uh, I started out as a supervisor at Miller and you know, worked myself up in the maintenance. And um, eventually, uh, before I retired, I was the technical training manager um, there and it was it was a great experience and uh, the degree was very useful yeah that's great and that is that what took you to california that's what brought us to miller brewing company brought us to california you got it yeah it was after the service and a short stint living in ohio and um, then someone said to him, hey, they're hiring in, you know, California. I had a sister that was here. We thought it'd be great. And that's when we moved out here. 1980. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Wow. And you had told us before, Carol, um, after you raised your kiddos, um, what did you go into um, for your for your second so after, career? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After uh, the kids were old enough to be able to do it, I... Um, got involved with a company that provided residential homes for developmentally disabled adults. Their healthcare facilities, uh, six people in each home. Uh, my sister is a pharmacist and she was a consultant for many of the companies. And she was the one that kind of encouraged me to do it. And um, 30 years later, I just retired this January, but I did it for 30 years. Wow. Congratulations. And loved it. Great population to work with. Yeah. That really, it keeps you young too. You guys are both very useful. I can imagine COVID was difficult in that type of setting. Uh, You know, I I think the most challenging thing is the way the world views people with disabilities, Mm. especially people with developmental disabilities. So, you know, so it's kind of a constant fight with uh, hospitals and, you know, nobody wants to treat them. If they have cancer, well, no, we can't treat them because, you know, it's like they're not worthy of us. So I think that was the biggest battle and probably why I stayed in the industry as long as I did because it felt like somebody had to be there to have their backs, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to leave in a, in a lot of ways. Um, I, at one point, I had 18 homes that I oversaw and a day program. My brother still attends that day program. Um, and so, you know, it's it was busy work, but it was good work. Mm. Oh, yeah. 
It's so important. And what are you looking forward to in retirement? You know, really, I, I, I retired at the end of January. I had, I got COVID and that cut it right off, which was kind of a blessing in disguise because it was kind of hard to leave. Mm. Um, so I just said, you know, we were hoping to do some traveling and stuff, but COVID has slowed us down there. It's just kind of a peaceful life that I think I didn't know for so many years. Honestly, more prayer time that I have. And, you know, I read so much more and I just keep myself really busy. Uh, James is pretty active at in American Legion. And um, so, you know, I, I support him with that. And we both uh, volunteer at the Bob Hope USO Center, which we love watching the troops come in and taking care of them. And so that's been one of our main focuses. It sounds like ever since you graduated, you really have been serving a lot of different populations of people that really need your advocacy and really need your help. And that can kind of go unseen or unthanked, right. you know? Yeah. So that's pretty yeah, beautiful. We, we, ser- we served as youth ministers at our parish for probably 15, about 15 years, 18 years, whatever. Yeah. So, um, you know, always been involved trying to do something to make life worthwhile. I'm, sh- I'm sure you know the, the net team, right? Yeah. The mm, national- yeah. Yes. Uh, great. Many of uh, the netters come from Stephen Stugo. Carol got them started in uh, California. California. They, they, uh, That's right. It's the first. It was fr- the first time they came to California was, um, yeah. That I kind of was able to connect and do that. So yeah. we kind of saw that you know being youth ministers after a certain period of time, uh, our age, we were just weren't connecting, and. Um, Carol decided we need to do some kind of retreat or, you know, uh, put some young blood into it. And with our uh, pastor, uh, we decided we'd give this a chance. And bingo, man, they, they, they come every year now. And <laughs> they have more and more stops out here. Uh, wow. It's good stuff. That's great. And so many people... I feel like that's a very Steubenville thing is that, you know, through all the generations, Absolutely. people are right. welcoming net or missionaries or somebody. So it's neat to see the thread through it all. What was so unique about that campus, and we were in those tumultuous times, uh, was the camaraderie and feeling that people had for each other. It was so strong. And I mean, it just we grew so much as people. I, I used to say to everybody, you know, my best education happened in the dining room. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, connecting with people. Uh, it was, you know, you know, the late 60s, early 70s, it, it, there were some troubled times, and we dealt with some, we worked with some kids, friends of ours that had some troubles. So, um, so from that, res- in that respect, I think it was, uh, you know, just learning about life. Uh, and then that's what, you know, helped us, I think, after we graduated to decide that part of our life had to be giving back and uh, helping others, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Stuva went through some hard times, and that was really after us. Uh, the, uh, once Vietnam was over, uh, they lost the student deferments, and then also the, the economy of that area really took a uh, dive. 
the steel mills were closing, et cetera. So, uh, so the social economical impact on Franciscan was, was devastating, but that was really before our time. It was really a bustling area, growing area. The steel mills were rolling. Oh my and, gosh. We all wore t-shirts that said dirtiest city in America. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's incredible. That's it's a really unique picture that you guys are painting for us because we've had a lot of guests from a lot of different eras. And so it's nice to talk to, to you know, students that were there at what you said, kind of a difficult time, but it sounds like you're the relationships that you made were really the some of the str- the strongest strong. takeaways that you that you took right. away from Franciscan so right it's really beautiful and it's amazing I mean we, we stay in touch we have one you know one couple that we travel with all the time they live in Ohio you know we we are in touch I talked to one of my sorority sisters in New Jersey monthly I mean we've all stayed in touch so that's pretty amazing after 50 years mm-hmm. it is do you have any advice for students if they are, you know, on campus now? What advice would you have just as they look forward to their time as students or after college? Hmm. I think just to rebound off what we've already been saying, the personal relationships in the business world is so important, probably more important than your uh, bottom line education. So uh, you have to be able to get along and uh, you have to, have to build those relationships and learn how to deal with people, you know, because once you get in the workplace, it's just a beginning. It's, uh, it's not, okay, I have a degree now. Now I can walk in and skate. Now you just started. You have, you have to prove yourself. You have to produce. And, so you have to have that mindset that it's, uh, it's, this is just a beginning. This is just a jumping off point. We're going to go through our segment where um, hot takes from the hill. And we yeah, want to exactly. hear, hear from you guys what um, maybe one or, you know, a short answer, one word or short answer for your f- favorite things on campus. So we'll go through these now. Um, did either of you have a favorite professor? on campus, professor or class, it can, they can be different. Dr. Dr. Carrick for me, for sure. Favorite class, favorite professor, loved his classes. What did he teach? History. Okay. Yeah, always lecture classes, but he, he was he was a brilliant man and knew how to teach. Let me tell you, it was great. Mm, okay. How about you? Me, Father David Tinkerhoff. He taught uh, philosophy and theology. theology. He was he was a really inspiring man. Yeah, hands down, I would say he was both of our favorite friar mm. friars okay. of all the. I mean, loved a lot of them, but Father David, you know, he's really instrumental too in our relationships. So he was the person to when we were. He was quite an inspiration. Mm. That's awesome. And you said that he was instrumental in your relationship then? Right. He definitely, we used to just have a little session, sometimes a glass of wine with him and just talk about, uh, you know, if we were making the right choice with each other and, you know, just he guided us through those early days of uh, us committing to each other. 
that's such a like a beautiful time, but also a fragile time. So to have kind of a um, like a mentor to walk with right. you through it is 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 really vital. It can kind of make or break yeah. things, you know. So that that's a real gift. That's a real gift. Mm-hmm. Go, Father David. Yes. Okay. And having just celebrated our 50th anniversary in October, I think he Aww. helped us well. All right. I'd say so. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Did you have a favorite place to study? Probably the library. That was a place to get away and find your own little nook and be able to uh, do what you had to do. Yeah. Dorms always the zoo, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where the real fun was happening, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, and the truth of the matter, if truth be known, we go up there, each do our own thing, but, you know, then say, are we finished? Yeah. And go and grab a beer after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. our place to be, too. So. Well, that's my next question. What was your favorite place off campus? Was there, did you have a favorite watering hole? <laughs> I, would you say Stella's? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So it was the a, library, too. Yeah, the library. <laughs> Well, it was There's called a, the library. Oh. Down at the Boulevard. I think it's called the Boulevard now. Yeah. Right at the bottom of the hill. It was great because when your parents called and, you know, your friend could say, oh, she's not here. She's at the library. Oh. <laughs> it worked, <you> know? <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> but Stella's was a little hole in the wall on the uh, golf course, right? Yes. And not many people went there. So it was always nice to go and just have some quiet time by ourselves. That's where we probably hung out the most. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's I believe the college owns the uh, golf course now, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's, I think the cross country team uses it to do some running on the trails and the paths back there. And then students can just walk around. So it's more of like some nature spots. Yeah. We, David and I, my husband and hey. I call it the, uh, the Steubenville nature preserve. Um, unofficially, because whenever we bring the kids up there, you always, you always see some wildlife or some, um, we see different birds and things like that. So I think our kids think, you know, they're like, wow, we're going to go up to the nature preserve and they're, they're going to become students at Franciscan and be like, this was an old golf course, you know, it's like the library. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to the nature preserve, mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. But now people get to enjoy it and they've put the, um, they put a track up there and a turf field too. So um, it's actually, it's, it's really neat, you know, and the public can use a lot of these things. So it's, it's, it's great for the university's relationship with um, the city, you know, so that it's, sure. it's just great. It's a great thing. Um, so um, this is our last question and uh, well, I'm excited to see what you say. Have you ever run into a fellow alum either from your, um, generation, your era there, or from another, um, where is the weirdest place or the most random place you've run into a fellow Steubenville alum? I think at the grocery store. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We did. And, you know, I, I remember running into a gentleman who was a current student there and we have run into lots of parents because we've had our our shirts on and they'll say, Hey, my son or my daughter goes uh, there. So since we're in California, we've met, we've met a lot of people who have family members there. Yeah. Other Terrence Henry, the ex president uh, had a hiking group and we used to hike all around. Uh, we were camping at Yosemite 
and we went to Yosemite Lodge. We're going in there, and I had a uh, Fris, Franciscan shirt on, and this uh, uh, waitress stopped me. says, you know this place? I just graduated from there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, we wait a couple more seconds. The president's going to walk through the door. <laughs> and she about fell on the floor. <laughs> no way. That's great. I think that's the first national park sighting we've had and first grocery store. Yeah. So you guys have by far the best meetup, I think. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like the the history and the the university picture just becomes clearer when we get more stories. So thank you for filling in the timeline and sharing those stories today. You bet. It was our pleasure. Yes. And we look forward to hopefully seeing you soon. We have an, a reunion this summer, so I don't know if any of your okay. 60s and 70s will be able to make it, but it would be great to have you all back on campus. You bet. What, what kind of reunion it's is It's the it? 75th anniversary. Oh, it's a one-day deal, right? Yes, yeah, it's a one-day for everybody, and then we'll have little breakouts for certain eras to have specific spots to meet together. Neat. All right, we'll talk it up. So, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much, and enjoy the Thanks. sunshine. Yeah, it's been our pleasure. You bet. God bless. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Legends from the Hill. If you liked this conversation, please share it with an alumni you think would also enjoy it. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Franciscan Alumni to stay up to date on events in your area and news on campus. Do you know an alumni who has a story to tell? We want to hear legends from throughout our 75-year history. Email us suggestions for the podcast at alumni at franciscan.edu. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Legends from the Hill.